Welcome to Your Photography Mentor Podcast, a podcast dedicated to help you achieve your photography dreams, whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned pro. Now here's your hosts, David Molnar and Rich Coleman. Ole, ole, ole. Welcome, Josh. Ole. Hey, hey. Welcome, How you doing, welcome. Rich Coleman? I'm, I'm, I'm feeling pretty great. I mean, you've had an awful morning, but I've had a great morning. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. I can see your comments. Donna, Amy, Diane, Josie, Brad. Ooh, Maylene. Guess I have two TPMers. Josh, you don't know this. I have two TPMers. I'll explain to you what that is in a minute. I have two TPMers meeting me for coffee this week. Oh, I, I saw I saw a post that somebody was in town. Somebody there's, was on the two, beach. There's two somebody's in town. Oh, all right. I want to know. I want to know. Kendra, Kendra, I need to call you today. Kendra, 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 Kendra. I need to call you today about a special project, top secret project. I thought you were going to say Kendra was one of the two in town. No, I was like, Kendra's really, not. from Florida? Okay. But Maylene is, and somebody mm-hmm. special. Should I say? Should I? Should I call him out on air? Like, how does that work? Like, does that make is other it... people jealous? <laughs> <laughs> is it appropriate? Like, I mean, did they did they let you know, or did you just happen to notice they were going to be in town? No, is it like Chris me. Ellison? They might oh, have they messaged. messaged they might have messaged me on Facebook or Instagram. I mm, might have responded. Okay. Um, mm. Yeah, Maylene <laughs> and Joanne Frost. We're we're oh yeah. Chris, I'm, I'm going to make Chris go with me. Yeah, get that boy out of his house. You know what? I'm going to take you two to lunch this week. Let's go to, let's go to Mama Quan's on David's <gasps> Mama Quan's. Bike drop. Josh, welcome. Yes, I'm sir. Sorry. We banter. We banter a lot. I am not as caffeinated as last time I was live with Josh, but I am, I am feeling it. But you know what I want to do right now, Josh, just because I can. What do you want to do right now? Right now for not doing anything. I'm going to give mm-hmm. away a 128 gig memory card. Ooh, so 128 team, gigs. 128 gig SD card. Somebody on the team, run it through the somebody that's here, and let's give away a memory card right now, right off the bat, right off the top, just because we love giving Wait. stuff away, okay? So that's going to happen. But for those of you listening, for your chance mm-hmm. to win a 5 terabyte hard drive, share this post to your Facebook. Share this. Dude, that thing, that thing's so tiny. You can five terabytes of info in that in that little tiny itty bitty rich Coleman hard drive. It's, it's not the size, mate. Um, yeah, you're gonna get a five terabyte hard drive, <laughs> and you know what? We're gonna give away a Western Digital hard drive because that's my favorite brand. Take that, David Ooh. Monar. Take that. Um, yeah. So we're gonna give away <laughs> Sandisk and a Western Digital drive. It's the same company. For those of you who do not know. Um, but yeah, you share this to your page to be entered to win. Do I have to buy anything? Do I have to do anything? No, all you have to do is share. One person who shares this is going to win a five terabyte hard drive mailed straight to your house. And hard drives are kind of hard to get right now. Hard. There's there's some hard. chips. They're hard. They drive a hard bargain. <laughs> um, you know what? Screw it. You get to choose. <laughs> Whether you want a five terabyte hard drive, hard drive that spins, or a one terabyte solid state drive, 
That's right. Ooh. We're giving away solid state hard drives on Wow. On the thing today. Um let's see if the team has picked our SD card winner. And it looks like eeks, yeah, it looks like we have a winner. Josh, do you want to say who won this card right now just for fun? I I would love to. I would love to. All right, here we go. So for the 128 gigabyte SD card, our winner right off the bat is Dale Ekes. Congrats, Dale. Dale. What the Dale? You won. Dale. Dale. Yes, Brad Stoops, I agree. I would personally pick the one terabyte solid state drive. Just because they're fast as hard drives should be. Yeah. So I, my father-in-law's name is Dale. We have a nickname for him. You know, nicknames are always supposed to be shorter and to the point. So how do you shorten Dale, though? We call him Kahuna. Okay, that's a cool nickname. <laughs> Kahuna's cool. The big Kahuna. Yeah. When you say the big short Kahuna. to the point, is that referring to my nickname? Well, no. No, just nicknames in general. I think it's funny that his nickname was, like, longer than his actual name. But that's that's, that's what we call him. The big Kahuna. Congrats, Dale. Dale, you won just for nothing. And then somebody later is going to win a five terabyte high drive. So you have, to, you have to write shared. Let me know that you've shared. So type the word shared. Let us know. Let us know. Shared. Carmen? 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 Hey. You have a great program, Rich, sure. Rich, you've been on the podcast for almost all of them now. What are we on? Episode 62? Episode 62. I think you've been here since the creation of this podcast. I've stopped counting, to be honest. Yeah. I still count because that's my job. I still count them every week. So anyway, for, I've only been on a couple times. For So for those that don't know me. Who the heck are you? Here, here Josh, since you want to take over. Here we go. Yeah. Here's let me, Josh. Let me whatever. take over. Here we go. So I am Josh Wood. I am a mentor for the photo mentorship and the community manager. And Rich, I will I will say this, Rich is probably one of David Molnar's most successful students. Maybe one of his best students. Best looking. But I, yeah, maybe, mm, mm. Um, I don't know, not as a student. We know how you feel about she is, she is, uh, she is what? <laughs> not, <laughs> not as one of our nada is one of our mentors she's been on the podcast a few times and she is amazing photographer she was a doctor she actually quit um her job as a doctor because she was making more money and had more time as a photographer and she is a six foot six brazilian um photographer she is gorgeous Slash she's model yeah slash model um she's married though she's married got a couple of kids uh, like, but anyway that just, I was, that just makes it more challenging that doesn't that's not yeah <laughs> so i will say rich is probably david's best student but i am david's actual best friend and so rich and i have a pretty fun rivalry going on you guys may hear some bantering you may I'm, you even may. if i mean to josh like we talk after and i'm not really mean okay like, i'm not actually mean <laughs> One time, Rich bannered me so hard, all the of staff, staff PM'd him after the live. <laughs> You're so mean to Josh. I can handle it. I can Yoni. handle it. All right, both are hilarious. Carmen, thank you. Carmen's first time here. Carmen, Carmen, oh. you win a 128 gig gigabyte SD card because I hate my team and they hate that. <laughs> but Carmen, you just won a free memory card. Check Give out, us check a last name. What, where was she in chat? Carmen, Carmen uh, Carpen, Carpentier? Copper and Carpentier. Carmen, you've okay. won. 
Now let's let's hop in to this because we do banter too much, and sometimes I forget that we are teachers, we are educators. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about what we're going to talk about, and then I also want to blow some people's minds that might be new to photography. So in the comments right now, I want to let you know. I want you to tell me where you are in photography. And this is be raw, be real, mm-hmm. be awesome. Okay. So if you don't know anything about photography, you don't know what the buttons mean, you don't know what manual mode is if you don't know any of that you're a one if you're already taking pictures you know how to control depth of field you know how to do all this stuff you know how to change exposure modes all that if you know that's a 10 i want to know where you fall from one to ten. One is i don't I, know, you know much what? i'm new i'm changing the scale we're just going to do one to seven just because just because one to seven seven is you're extremely confident. You're out there shooting once you're, you're okay. novice. Just right. cause it's, it's just, know. I just want to know who I'm talking to. That helps me. Cause that okay. helps me okay. with these golden nuggets. All right. Yes. Yes. I'm, Chuck, I'm seeing Chuck, some ones come in. Chuck, Chuck. What, a, what a badass name, dude. Love it. And don't feel self-confident. Like don't like, don't feel conscious. Mm-hmm. Like Josh is still a three. Okay guys. Like, don't feel bad. <laughs> uh. Hey, you gotta you gotta be who you are. The best you can be is who you are, and then work it. on that. You can't you can't grow and improve until you become self aware with where you're at. True. And you always True. your number always needs to be. If I let's say I'm a like I'm an Outer Bank six. Let's say I'm a six. <laughs> I'm always striving for ten. I'm not striving for seven. You always yeah. strive for ten so that you're getting better. The um, yeah. the moment you stop learning is the moment. You become obsolete is the moment your art suffers. It's the moment that you suck. The moment you stop yes. learning is the moment you start to stop. Think about like water. Water, when mm-hmm. it's in a river or moving, it, it looks beautiful. It's clear. You could drink it. But when that water stops moving, it gets like an algae and a fungus and you don't want to drink it. So the second you become stagnant, you become stale mm-hmm. is the second you die as a creative. Just going to say it. That sounds mean. Sounds harsh. But never, ever, ever stop learning. Okay? I'm talking to you 10s, 9s, 7s, all of you out there. Never stop yeah. learning um, because it'll, it'll hurt. Okay? That's just – Yeah. it's a, You guys, you got to change your mindset. Okay? You're not – you're never going to get there. You're never going to arrive and be there. What Rich is saying is that it's – you know, art is always going to be changing, adapting, challenging, and you need to be growing with that. You know, it's, you're never going to, you're never going to get there at the end destination. It's about having a mindset of, I always want to be growing. I always want to be learning, you know, be better than you were yesterday. And that's, that's your goal with photography, Rich is exactly right. Thank you. I, I hear that a lot. So here's what we're going to do. Um, <laughs> Not from Kristen though. T- <laughs> today I'm going to teach you guys something awesome. We're going to talk a little bit about some things that are changing, some awesome stuff. Uh, but here's the thing. There's a lot of ones, a lot of threes, a lot of stuff happening. But what I wanted, what the the big photography magic trick I want to teach you guys today, the big photography aha moment that I want to teach everybody here today, is how to get professional looking photos. That's something I hear. My client says, "Wow, your pictures look so professional. You're, you know, like wh- what does that mean?" So we're gonna actually we're gonna unpack what it means to take a professional looking picture. And I'm going to teach you how to achieve that today. Is that okay? I feel yes. like this podcast was made just for me. Going to be honest. 
well, you did just shoot a wedding with me. And that's kind of what I want to dive into first. So the first okay. thing is you, you guys are going to get a sneak peek. So we have this thing called the photo mentorship. It's where me and Josh teach and train and give stuff away all the time. Okay. And mm-hmm. if you're in the photo mentorship, like take out all my BS, all my showsmanship, all whatever, and tell me if you actually enjoy the photo mentorship and why you like the photoship, photoship. The photo, the photo mentorship. Words cool. are hard. Hey, photo. Fo- See, photo I, I'm seeing a little bit of a photo it. as a ship. Um, I've been. <laughs> TPM is the best. Uh, so I want you to tell me why you guys love it. Okay. So don't just say I love it. I'm in. It's great. Tell me why you love the photo mentorship because I'm going to share some behind the scenes pictures of a course me and Josh just filmed in Arizona. Um, and then Josh Chris is going to. Yeah. Josh is going to explain what the photo mentorship is. But first, yes, um, I'm going to share this screen. We're going to go over here behind the scenes, folks. Let's do it. Boom. Look at this. Look at those. Oh, guys. no. Oh, my gosh. This is, is is this why you put these up? Uh, maybe it was actually <laughs> just like really easy for me to do. Um, so we okay. went to Arizona. These are all iPhone pictures. So before anybody yells at me, like I'm just stating out loud, screaming from the rooftops, these were all taken because with my iPhone. Okay, I took real pictures too. These, this is um, what is where is Wesley's hand in this photo? <laughs> this is our, this is this is our 20 year old intern and Josh tarps off. Um, but we went to Arizona and we filmed a whole course on how to shoot the Milky Way. Um, I brought the drone out. Um, and it's mm. just, you know, it was my first time out there. So it's a really beautiful place. We actually filmed two How I Got the Shot episodes. And Josh, as I scroll through these, what is a How I Got the Shot episode? How I Got the Shot are many, many tutorials or many episodes are about 10 to 15 minutes in length where we show you guys behind the camera, behind the scenes on how we get certain shots. You can see the settings that we're using, how we're... <laughs> Rich took like eight shots of me and him and he posts the one where my eyes are closed. It's okay. I got you back later. Um, but yeah, how I got the shot are just these mini 10 to 15 minute episodes where we take you behind the scenes of us working a photo shoot, what our settings are, what our mentality is, how we're working with a client or a subject so that you can see how we're getting these killer shots in camera. Um, and we love to, to make those for our students so that you guys, you know, there's nothing like shadowing behind another photographer. You know, you want to, you see these great shots and you're like, man, how did they get that shot? And to be able to shadow an intern behind somebody is just, it's, it's experience that um, everybody needs. Everybody needs to grow. Damn. And so that, that that's picture. what we try to, <laughs> damn, look at, is that the Hoover Dam? This is when you guys stop by the Hoover Dam. You're damn right. So yeah, we filmed several how I got the shots as well as this Astro 201 course. And we did some bike riding too. So dude, cool. those were fun. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm gonna Scooter do? Dude? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break some rules here, Josh, because I'm feeling it, dude. What do you think? Dude, <laughs> what do you? It wouldn't be a like? podcast. It wouldn't be a podcast if we didn't break some rules. Let's let's show them an astrophotography picture that I took with a real camera. What do you think? Let's do it. This is the first time what? the world's seen it. It's been so freaking hard not to post these pictures mm-hmm. there's the vermilion cliffs not a milky way shot but the vermilion cliffs were beautiful and uh let's just pick uh here we go 
Wow. There it is. That's all you get. Um, <laughs> Two second teaser. Two second teaser. That Milky Way was hopping, popping. We were skunked with clouds, but praise the Lord. We wow. got it all figured out. So the Milky Way did come out and play. And I teach you exactly, exactly, exactly how to take a picture just like this. All right, that's it. Sorry, guys. I can't show you yep. anymore. I show you in TPM, which stands for The Photo Mentorship, a subscription where you can learn photography, watch all this stuff. I show you how I took the picture, and then I show you my camera settings. I show you how to grab focus. And this astrophotography course is BA because there, there's so many bonuses at the end to show you, like, how to nail focus and it's like you know could you spend hours of your life you know guessing pretending and photography being a, a guessing game yes or could you watch this course and know exactly how to do it um so i'm super excited because that's like fresh on my mind we did mm -hmm. astrophotography 101 last year and this is like 2.0 so i'm like okay i taught you guys some stuff let me freaking show you how to you know what your desktop, your desktop picture was that, was that one of Dave Olson's? No, that's one of Rich Coleman's in Iceland. Was it a Rich Coleman? Okay. <laughs> Dave Olson. Dave Olson is great, and yeah. If we're go let's 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 talk about that because here's the thing, folks. We have three thousand people in the photo mentorship, um, and that's where we like this is fun, and this is kind of like big page. Everybody like us, give stuff away, have a good time. But where we really knuckle down, we're a little bit – like we're nice, but we're a little bit more particular about teaching and educating you guys is within the photo mentorship. But this mm -hmm. year, we are having these awesome things, Josh. What are they called? Huddles, TPM huddles. What the – is Boom. a TPM huddle? What the heck is a huddle? So in-person meetups, in-person meetups with our students, guys. So – you know, we have 3000 students who learn online. They're, you know, going through the courses, they're watching the Higgs, taking great shots, growing their photography. And the one thing our students have been asking for is to get together in person, to actually go learn in person, to get together, to meet up, to hang out. And so we are launching huddles. What happened in Florida? Huddles. I saw in Florida, mm -hmm. we had our big workshop convention. I saw our students meet for the first time physically and then become like best friends. Yes, true, true story. I mean, it was it was incredible to watch these students, these photographers get to know each other, you know, through online and then meet in person and instantly become best friends. You know, it was it was always there, but just, you know, meeting there, actually being able to hug, to hang out, to go grab some lunch, to go get some shots together was incredible. Was My butt was grabbed at least 15 times. And, and at least just, 10 of those was, was for probably me. for me. No, yeah. just for me. <laughs> I do remember you kissing yeah. me on that trip. Am I wrong? Um, uh, I think I remember it differently. I think, uh, I think you backed out actually. Is that what happened? Yeah. Yeah. I'm happily married. For, yeah. <laughs> I've been happily married for four years, married for 12. Josh, let me show you a little, uh, a little video of the huddles coming up. Um, yeah. if this is exclusively for TPMers, the photo mentorshippers. So those of you watching, um, mm -hmm. we're just kind of loving on TPM today because we love TPM. Uh, but we are still giving away a hard drive. So hang out to the end. We are going to give away a hard drive, but 
huddle information. Uh, we did drop the ball. And when I say we, I mean Josh. <laughs> Me. Um, Josh, what is the correct date for the Orange County huddle? Okay, well, so for those watching the podcast here, we have four huddles that we're going to be launching this fall and more in 2022. One of our huddles this fall is going to be in Orange County, California. And when California. we pre-gamed, when we pre-gamed and met about this huddle, we were talking about it and Rich said, whatever we do, don't book it on October 16th. I have a wedding. Whatever we do, not October 16th. Now that cat's yeah. out of the bag that I'm going. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> he said his words, me. don't do it on October 16th. And what. so he said October 16th so many times that when I went and planned it, I, I literally wrote down the date October 16th. That that's when we're doing it. <laughs> My bad. But so we're, we're correcting people, that date. All the people that signed up, I called. We called. And I said, hey, <laughs> we can keep it the 16th and Rich just can't be there or we can move it to the 23rd. They all wanted the 23rd. Yep. So we moved it to the 23rd. So for TPMers, we did adjust the date for the Orange County huddle by one right. week. We pushed it back one week. Show me rapid, that trailer. Let me rapid, see it. Rap, no, rapid fire. First first huddle. Oh, oh. First huddle is coming up in Moab, Utah on September 10th. Are we going to astrophotography pictures? Astrophotography led by students uh, Dave and Suzanne. Dave Olson. And then Suzanne Cullen. Make sure you get your last I'm name excited. right. Yeah, we, we suck at names here. Um, yeah. And Rich Coleman's going to be there. He already bought tickets. Boom. Next. Wow. The next one's going to be in Akron, Ohio, actually. Uh, September 25th, we're going to be LeBron. photographing yeah, a marathon. This is where LeBron is from, LeBron's home. We're going to be photographing a marathon, some athletes. Myself, I will be running in the marathon as well as some other uh Kristen will be there possibly some other tpmers some of our students did say they've been in half marathons before so we'll see who shows or you can up. come in i can show you how to film sports i can show you how to, yes how to film i'll be there and then we're going to hang out have coffee drinks we're going to go crazy yeah we gotta we gotta rent we gotta rent a um a big lens for that let's get you like a this is this guy telling me about gear. Just he's like, he's <laughs> me what I need. Are you okay? My question for you is, are you okay to travel to act? Like, I know it's, are you okay? <laughs> I think I could, I think I could swing that. I mean, it's like, is it going to mess up but... the next week lives? Like, is it going to really mess up your no. mind frame? Mindset. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> Number three, where's that? The third one is going to be in in where's the third one that that's the orange county california. one orange yeah, county california you. october 23rd and the, fourth on the west one. coast fourth one is going to be in dc dc washington we're going to shoot landmarks we have ba photo mentorship mm -hmm. photo mentorshipers running that, that one too that one's on november 6th november yeah. 6th i believe so, so boom. i'm excited all right so watch this got, trail. oh go ahead Sorry. okay I was going to say, we're getting more planned for 2022. I'm going to New York in February. Don't care. Come with me. Watch this. <laughs> Just calling it now. Boom. I'm glad that like glitched out quick because the day was so long in that. Yeah. Oh yeah. True. True story. I thought about that. I thought about that. Awesome. So yeah, we're going to be there. Um, when I say we're, I mean, Rich is going to be there. Um, and I, 
I'll bring a camera, but I'd much rather just like hang out with you guys and show you guys. We're going to hire models. We're going to be shooting landscapes. I'm going to be like, okay, guys, this is how I would shoot this. And then I'm just going to help mm -hmm. you shoot the Milky Way in Moab. I'm going to help you yeah. shoot the runner in freeze motion. I'm going to help you in Orange County get a beautiful water cityscape. And in D.C., I'm going to teach you how I would shoot the Washington Monument or the landscape yeah. around there, too. Because our, so. our goal with these huddles is, one, to hang out and have fun and get to know each other, and two, your transformation. I mean, we already know how to take these shots. We want you guys to be able to take these shots. We want you to get transformed. We want your confidence to be built up. That's probably one of the biggest things from the Florida meetup that I noticed was the confidence level skyrocket in our students for them to go out there and, and actually, they knew how to take these shots, but just to have us there with them and to reaffirm them, they nailed some amazing amazing photographs and i you know i think that was huge for our students well, so I, i'm excited we're I'm excited. we're enablers it's what we do like a lot of our <laughs> like in a good way like a lot of photography yeah. photographers they like well like i'll teach you something but i'm gonna hold something back where we teach you yeah. this is exactly how i do it and then it's like please don't do this please do mm -hmm. this uh, and, and what we are is like David has a heart and we have a heart just to transfer all of our skill and wisdom to you so that you guys are equipped to take pictures because we don't want to be like, you have to have me there. Um, like in Florida with my little workshop team, they were like, all right, which, what are my settings? And I was like, what do you want? You want a blurry background or an in-focus background? Mm -hmm. And they knew the answers. So we just had to help connect the dots. Um, yeah. And that brings us in. We'll talk about huddles. I'll play the trailer again at the end. But right now, for those of you watching that could give up about huddles or TPM, let's talk about how to get a professional looking photo. Does that sound good, Josh? Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> I thought you were going <laughs> to really show off something. Okay. All right. Just do we take I my shirt off? I'm I confused. No, I, I love how I love how nobody on the staff knows what I'm going to do next. It's great. I live for it. Uh, yeah, I'm just going with the flow. Um, it's great. So here's what I want to do. Uh, I want to teach you guys by the end of this how to take a professional looking photo. What does that mean? Okay. Um, so let's unpack it first because that's something we hear. They're like, ah, my picture just doesn't look professional, or my my you know it does look professional. Like, w what's the hiccup? What's the difference? Um. Josh, explain that to me. This is a test. This is 100% a teaching test. test. Let me hear it, baby boy. How would you explain Hold on. getting a Can I phone a friend? Can I, can I phone a friend Chris for Ellison? this test? Yeah. No, I, you, got, you got it. <laughs> I, I am confident for you. Uh, all right. What's the question? What does it mean? When somebody says they're looking for that professional picture, like what are they actually asking for? Mm. Hmm. You know, it's deep. If, now this if, this is deep and profound, and like if you're gonna take away one golden nugget from us talking and being idiots, this is the moment. Okay. Is there is there some depth to this answer? Maybe. Maybe. I'm open. I'm open so, up the keynote so I can share my screen too. So okay. Don't worry. I'll All right. Visuals too. So I would say, you know, at at glance, you know, if. If you want to take professional pictures, first of all, you need to learn to take manual control of your camera, okay? You can't just put it on auto and let your camera take shots for you. You're never going to get professional shots doing that. Mm. Your camera is limited in its ability to think. Mm. It does not know 
the the image you're trying to capture the vision that you have so you've got to learn manual mode and one of the one of the coolest features functions of a camera that i love playing with as a professional photographer is the depth of field mm. the depth of field i i love being able to um manually adjust how much is in focus in my shots you know brides you know i, I shot weddings for 12 years and I love going in and getting these amazing shots of a bride and groom where they are perfectly in focus, but then kind of as it goes around the, you know, towards the back of them and into the background, it just kind of gets a little bit blurry. So that way you really draws attention to the subject. And so that would, that would be my answer. Low depth of field, play with that Horrible aperture. Answer. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That depth of field is 100% right. And it's something that's yeah. like, it can be confusing and hard for people to wrap mm -hmm. their heads around. Here's the thing. Josh is dead on. This thing in manual mode is – I'm sorry. <laughs> Words. This thing in automatic mode or the green square or any of these preset modes is stupid only because it doesn't – can't. this thing, no matter how smart and badass it gets, can't read your mind, Okay. So mm -hmm. as I have always said exclusively only, this is a calculator taking pictures. It is calculating exposure, averages, colors. It's, it, it's calculating a lot and then giving you its best guess. It's best average. It's giving it's, you It's giving the you best an average at best or a below average picture. And here's the thing, folks. Mm -hmm. You as creatives, you as knowing anything about photography can take – better than an average picture. So Josh is 100% right. Your calculator is not going to do it for you. You calculate. You you on a bad day is smarter than this on its best day. It doesn't know mm -hmm. whether you want a creamy background. It doesn't know if you want everything in focus for a landscape. It doesn't know if you want to show that waterfall flowing mutter or if you're trying to freeze a runner. It doesn't know if you're trying to freeze your grandson's first steps. It doesn't know what you want. So you have to mm -hmm. tell that what to do. And that's an intro but what we're talking about today is how to stop taking crappy pictures, guys. All right. Mm -hmm. So look at this. This is a picture that honestly anybody can take. This is not any any phone could have taken. Yeah. Any phone, phone. like your neighbor this. that has no idea what they're doing could go take a picture of this pretty girl like that. What you want to do is learn how to take a professional picture. And what that means is you have to learn how to blur that background okay you need to learn to blur that background this is a picture that any amateur any wannabe any crappy photographer could do this is a picture that anybody with zero training that knew nothing about photography anybody could do this you kind of have to know what you're doing to achieve an image like this and the only difference between this picture and this picture is a couple of seconds and one mm -hmm. camera change just one okay now let's dive into that a little bit more and bear with me this is teaching this is a teaching moment um iphones are even trying to do it yeah samsung's are even trying to do it they are literally a, there's a portrait mode on your on your phone i'm gonna go to it where it is blurring the background try to mimic what your camera can already do Okay, mm -hmm. so I'm going to show you, Teresa, how to show you the way. Now, 
It's very complicated, so I'm going to teach this to you as simply as I possibly can so that you have something for a takeaway, something that you can take home today and change and have for your future. So what you're learning today is going to completely change your photography journey forever. Are you guys ready? If you're ready, let me know. If you're already so smart, just bear with me and encourage me. But there's somebody here that needs to learn this lesson. If you're ready, let me hear I'm ready. I am ready. And don't forget, somebody's going to win this. All right? <gasps> or or the one terabyte. Or the um, one. I'd, I'd pick the one. Solid state. Story. Yeah. All right, here we go. Today, to blur your background, just like this beautiful picture of Ashley, to stop taking screen snapshots that anybody can take and to start taking portraits that people will pay you good money for. Today, we're going to talk about aperture. Oh my God, aperture, f-stops, math. Ugh. Rich Coleman was a C student that never did homework and is dumb. So all I'm saying is if I can do this, you can do this. I promise. I went to Manio High School, folks. Okay, if I can do this, you can do this. <laughs> aperture. Now, what is aperture? Like it's this like kind of weird word, aperture. Um, and it's, it's technically not even a camera setting. It is a lens setting. So in your lenses, there's a setting called aperture. And what that is, is simply, let's see if I can get it to focus. It's the amount of light coming in through your lens. So aperture value is the hole in your lens. All right, so everybody say that. Aperture is the hole in my lens. Very simple. Aperture. It can aperture. be really what confusing. The, now let aperture? me teach you something. The smaller that hole, the more is in focus in the background. The larger that hole, the more creamy your background. The smaller the hole, the more is in focus. The bigger the hole, the less is in focus. So if you're taking a landscape picture, you want a smaller hole. If you're taking a picture of a bride and you want to just focus on her eye and let her veil kind of be getting out of focus, like my lights are back here, you want a bigger hole. Because here's the thing. Aperture controls your depth of field or the amount in focus. Okay? Mm -hmm. So... The larger the hole, the shallower the depth of field, meaning just my face is in focus and my background is blurry. Got it? I'll, I'll even throw this out there too. The numbers on the aperture are we'll reversed. I just, to, I just didn't want to confuse. Oh, okay. Guys. Okay. All right. Sorry to interrupt. Keep going. Keep going, Rich. All right. So this, I'm, I'm changing my great. camera to, to show you exactly how this works. So right now, the aperture hole is really big in my lens, meaning my background is blurry. You can't see any of that stuff back there. But what happens as I increase my aperture number, making my hole get smaller, watch what's happening. My camera's having a tough time, but look. Now I'm in focus and my stuff back here, you can see I have books and trash and stuff mm -hmm. in there. Because my hole is smaller, 
there's more, my camera's actually having a hard time focusing because it's an idiot. Come on, camera. Speak don't, nicely to it. Positive words, kind, now. uplifting words. You can because do it. My, because my aperture hole <laughs> is small, everything's in focus. I'm starting to look like an, a snapshot. But mm-hmm. if I make that hole huge, as big as it'll go, what happens is my background starts to get really blurry. Crazy. Crazy. Dude, like um, that that effect of a blurry background is called often called bokeh. And so I like, um, I think it was Regina in chat said, the way she remembers it is big hole, big bokeh. Mm-hmm. Big and hole, bokeh, big bokeh, bokeh is, bo- just to be scientist rich, bokeh okay. is the quality of the blur. That's what bokeh okay. is. Um, so like, yeah, like, and, and you can achieve that a couple different ways. But the easiest way to do that, I want everybody to answer this question. If I want a creamy background, do I want a big hole or a small hole? I want to hear it. I hear Maverick, but I want to hear it. Oh, you can. <laughs> the answer is big hole. Big hole equals professional photo. Okay? Because you're mm-hmm. controlling your depth of field. You want a big hole. Small hole is what I would shoot for like a landscape. Like when I shot the Grand Canyon, I shot at F8, which is kind of in the middle. So F8 is like right there. So I was letting enough light hit my image sensor, but because I was shooting at an F8, I was getting, you know, the clouds were in focus and the mountains were in focus, the foreground and the background were in focus. Okay, so that seems like it it's super confusing, but it's really not. It's like something that like once it slaps you in the head and you get it, you're having a good day. You're like Oh, so if I go out in manual mode and take a picture with a big hole, I'm going to get that professional looking picture. If I go out and shoot with a small hole, I'm going to get this everything in focus picture. All right. Big hole. Got it. Got it. Big hole. Boom. Little hole. Boom. Man, the difference between those two pictures is crazy. You know, it's just it's one one setting, but you know that second one with the bokeh. I mean, I could see that being used on you know marketing magazine, or yeah. advertisement. Which, which one? Which Easy, one do you think easily. this girl likes? Which like do you think? Do you think she wants to put this on her Instagram to show her friends, or she wants to put this one? Yeah, it's 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 crazy. It's amazing. One one Blur setting goes from that background. I love it. That's what I, I love want. It. I want everybody today to post post in this page a picture where their aperture where they could blur that background. That's why we tell our students, um, you know, everybody's so worried, Josh, about gear. Like, I need gear to take this good picture. Like, my camera's mm-hmm. not in focus. Blah 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 blah. No, the lens we recommend is fifty or uh, is a hundred dollars. The lens, the fifty yeah. millimeter lens that we recommend is a hundred bucks. And with that one lens, you oh, can yeah. take pictures just like that because that's what I used to take that picture. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot of times when I'm looking at new, new gear, new lenses, that's what I'm always looking for is the, is the aperture settings. You know, I will never, never buy lenses that can't give me a nice bokeh. You know, they've got to have, they've had, got to have a good, uh, you know, 1.8 aperture setting at least two, yeah, 2.8 yeah. for some. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, it depends. You know, like uh, so. Um, Diane says it's 125 bucks at B and H in stock right now. Mm-hmm. So we just recommend the 50. It's a very minimal investment for like you're going to take your kit lens, your 18 to 55, or your 70 to 200 mm-hmm. kit lens, and you're going to throw it away because once you start achieving pictures like that, you're like, oh wow, I can do that with a hundred dollar tool, like yeah. sick. Um, and that's just like one thing. That's one way to achieve professional photos. Um, and I just, I love it. If, if that was an aha moment for you and you finally understand it, let, let me hear it in the comments. So I know how to, you know, explain it better or just, just quit teaching altogether. Maybe <laughs> you didn't, you didn't mention the numbers at all. Were you going to follow up on that? No. Yeah. So it can be confusing and, and intentionally, I just want you to think small hole, big okay. hole. That's all, that's okay. all I want you to think about. Cause I don't want it to overwhelm you. Small okay. hole, big hole. Um, now. Right. The lower the number, the bigger the hole. Okay? The lower the number, 1.4, 2 2.0, 2 4.0, 8.0, F22. The higher the number, the smaller the hole. The smaller the hole, the larger mm-hmm. the depth of field, meaning more is in focus. Okay? The lower the number, the larger the hole, the shallower the depth of field, meaning less is in focus. Okay? It's kind of backwards and stupid, and I hate math. Just think, I want a big hole or small hole, and then figure out. Like, I want you to take your camera and practice. I want you to figure out, do I want a small hole or a big hole first? And then you can see how that correlates to number. Okay? Yeah. I love all these uh, hashtags. Hashtag big hole. <laughs> <laughs> Sierra is asking if uh, three, F F three point five is small. F three point five is not small. That's why we tell everybody to buy the fifty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll put a link to the B and H fifty, it's, please. Uh, three point so five is on the smaller side of the spectrum yeah. for sure, but you really want to be shooting for like one point eight if you want to get a good bokeh. Yeah. Uh, and that, like, it's just it's going to be a lot easier to achieve the quality of this bokeh. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. lenses that don't cost a lot to make. Um, so your kit lens is variable aperture. Take a breath. So Rich, ride with me. Sorry to get nerdy. So the reason we like the 50 millimeter, that's 125 bucks, is because it's 1.8 all the time. Now your mm-hmm. lens that's 3.5 is 3.5 when it's wide. As you mm-hmm. zoom in, that aperture hole gets smaller, meaning more is in focus. So you're, you're actually getting, it's getting worse the more you zoom in. So yeah. if, you're trying, if you're trying to take pictures of people, there's no excuse to right now go buy a 50 millimeter lens. If you're a photographer taking pictures of people, you need a 50. Capiche? Yeah. Josh, I'm going to do it. Josh, I'm going to do it. Do it. Uh, I'm going to do it. Let do me, it. Let me, let me teach you something else about lenses real quick. I Yeah. And I will say when I'm looking at lenses, I'm looking at lenses that have, you know, small f-stop as possible and i'm also trying to avoid um lenses with variable apertures it nothing drives me crazier than you're shooting a subject and you're zooming in and out and your f-stop is changing because it's changing your exposure with that everything yeah but yeah what the (laughs) exactly what you're saying so go go for low f-stop and avoid variable f-stops Man, Please. so our, our Google Drive is a bloody nightmare. I, I'm just trying really hard to find this stuff, Josh. <laughs> Maybe if you were using the new system, it'd be a lot easier. 
If only. All right, I found it. So another reason okay. why we love the 50 millimeter lens. I'm going to share my screen. Sorry for my dirty background. D Diane, Diane says number of people matters. That is true. Diane, yes. yeah, depending on how many you're shooting. Oh, that's vertical. Let's go horizontal. Photographing. Horizontal with titles so you guys can see. All right. Boom. So here's a 50 millimeter picture taken with a 50. This is what your eye sees. So the reason that photographers like a 50 is on a full frame camera. And you look through the viewfinder, and that's what you mm -hmm. see is 50. And the reason you want that is because look what happens as I have to click over here as I change millimeters. It's, all I'm doing is changing lenses. 35. Okay, she's starting to look a little strange. What the heck? What the heck, Gus? 24. Oh, they're downloading from Drive. 24. Look at her. Look at her. Look at the shape of her glasses changing. Whoa, what looks better? What would you want to have a picture of yourself taken with a 16? Okay, 24 mm. is looking a little better. Okay, 35 is looking better. Whoa, wow, that 50 looks good. She has ears and hair. Like if you look at that first picture, like look at her hair changing. Boom. Ba -boom. That's wild. Ba-boom. Ba-boom. 50. And here's, let's go even further, Josh. Let's shoot at 85. Oh, she looks mm -hmm. good. All right, look, let's go again. Sorry, these are downloading from the internet. A hundred. Okay, but after a hundred, <laughs> her forehead starts to look really broad. The camera is actually get, like making this hundred-pound girl look a little heavier. Um, yes, her hair is looking like bigger and fuller, but like literally, it's it's getting compressed. It's distorting. The other way. Yeah. So it's getting distorted. So the reason I show this example is. For a portrait of this girl, I want to shoot at like 50 to 100 because that looks good. Anything wider, she looks like a freaking alien. Anything more, I'm actually broadening her head. And that brings me mm -hmm. to my second point with lenses and getting that soft, creamy background. 50 millimeter is what your eye sees on a full-frame camera. Mm -hmm. Okay? Anything wider than that is a wide-angle lens. Anything more than that is a zoom, is a zoom lens. You're actually zooming in. So those are the two big takeaways for today. Big hole equals a low number. That low number equals a big hole. That big hole in your lens means a shallow depth of field, meaning less is in focus. The higher that number, the smaller the hole. The smaller that hole, that means the depth of field is wider, it's bigger, it's deeper depth of field, meaning more is in focus. So that's your aha moment for today. And two is your eye sees about 50 and we recommend buying that 50 because you can get soft, creamy background for around a hundred bucks. Love it. You guys, if it helps you remember it this way too, the smaller the f-stop, the, the, the smaller the depth of field. Lower number, lower depth of field. Larger number, larger depth of field. We had a, I had a, I had a couple of questions come in that I wanted to hit real quick. Hit them. One, one, one is from my my boy Dale Dale who won at the beginning of the show. Boom, Dale. Dale's asking if the Nifty Fifty could be good for portraits. Yes, Dale, this is an amazing lens for portraits. This is it's our, a it's lot our of first, photographers. It's our first mm -hmm. portrait lens. I recommend you can you can graduate to an eighty five afterwards, but I want you to master this fifty first. Yes. It's yep. a very ver it's a versatile portrait lens.
extremely versatile. Definitely, definitely a good investment. Um, Mary Chuck, asked. I love Chuck's answer. Chuck said, I need a one terabyte hard drive to save all this info. You can go back and rewatch this whenever you want. I love it. Uh, all right. Mary's asking, when shooting two people, she gets one in focus and not the other. So Ooh. Mary, if you're shooting with the low depth of field, you do need to be careful about that. You want to make sure that your subjects are at the same depth. You don't want to have one closer to you and one farther away. Or um, you can use Rich Coleman's cheat settings. Or 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 you could up the f-stop a little bit, get a little bit yeah. more depth. So here's the rule. One person, 1.8. Two people, okay. 2.8. There you go. Three people, 3.5. Four people, 4.0. Because here's the thing, no matter how great you are, like – Mm -hmm. Like if a bride and groom are nuzzling next to each other, his nose might be further behind her. Like it, you can't all be perfectly up, pushed against an imaginary piece of glass. Okay. So up until F8, I don't want you to go higher than F8 to get people for family photos, but it's okay to shoot at a high number, small mm -hmm. hole. The smaller the hole, the more is going to be in focus because your depth of field is deepening. So one person, 1.8, two people, 2.0, three people, 3.5. Four to eight people, 4.0 to 8.0. Love it. Love it. Um, and then Nanette had a question as well. What if she's shooting kids that are moving? Nanette, good question. Different setting though. Different setting. If you're Can shooting kids. That? Let me show yeah. that. If, if um, you're shooting anything in motion, David it's a different setting kick, you want to watch. David is going to kick my arse for just like, just letting out He's gonna all the stops. kick your aperture. Yeah. Um, here, let me let me open this up again, Josh. Um, I actually okay. closed it. So this is what I hear most of our students. Like, um, we have three thousand students right now, and over the years we've had a billion or like whatever. Like, how many students have we had? A lot. Um, and the first thing we hear them say is, "I'm taking pictures of my kids in the front yard, and they're blurry. Um, I need to calibrate my lens. Uh, my focus isn't working." Eh. Wrong again. Not in a mean way, but that's not what's happening. Okay, so yeah. here's what here's what's happening. There's another thing in here. Gosh, we're just we're just letting out all the stops today. Let, let's fix that focus. Yeah, let's help them. Quick, quick Let, win let's, here. Let's with focus me on it. So there's um manual mode, shutter speed. So there's shutter speed. That's how fast this little like that was pretty fast. This is pretty slow fast, slow. Okay. That's what we're talking about. Shutter speed. So inside your camera, there's a mirror going up. If you're mirrorless, there's a shutter moving on both, but, um, literally your, your shutter's going and then shutting. So that green thing is your image sensor. Okay, I'm going to go slow so you guys can see it. Focus baby. That green thing is your image sensor, and that image sensor is simply what film used to be, okay? It's where your image is getting recorded because of light. So shutter speed is how much time that shutter is open, okay? So what you're trying to do is you're trying to freeze motion. So shutter speed is the tool in your camera where you're either allowing motion or you're freezing motion, okay? So got it. Here's what happens when people say my lens is messed up. It needs calibration. No, you're shooting too slow. 
okay? This is slow, 1 30th of a second. Let me move this over. Yeah, get us out of the way. This is better, it's 1 100th of a second. And this is frozen motion. This is 1 1,250th of a second, okay? Crappy, better, great. And that's for taking pictures if you want to freeze motion. If you're trying to let a waterfall show motion, this is fine. But when you're taking pictures of people, there's another Rich Coleman rule, okay? You are not allowed to shoot slower than 1 dash 1 25th of a second, or as I like to say, 125 miles an hour. There is a brown new, brand new speed limit in your life for taking pictures. You are not allowed to shoot slower than 125 miles an hour because you're going to get home, get a bunch of blurry pictures, and you're going to be pissed off at yourself. Okay? So the new rule for the next, if, if, you're, if you're anything under a five on that list, when I asked earlier what's your photography competency, if you're anything under a five, and honestly me forever, you are not allowed to shoot slower than 125 miles an hour, okay, or 1 125th of a second. Because handheld, if you shoot slower than that, camera shake. Even me moving my camera, the physical act of me pushing this button moves the camera, and I get slow images. Okay, now there's, there's all kinds of, like, what if I'm using a tripod? Yes, you can slow down. What if I'm using a flash? Yes, you can't shoot faster than 200 miles an hour. There's all kinds of rules, and we dive deep in the photo mentorship, all these questions. Okay, but, but right now, you have a speed limit of a minimal speed limit of 125 miles an hour, and you're going to thank me, and I just changed your life. Yep. And, and Nanette and everybody else that's watching, again, this is why you've got to get out of automatic mode and into manual mode. Auto, auto is, auto the, is devil. the devil. It's the it devil. It just doesn't know what you want. If you shoot in auto it does, mode, God, let, let's, mm -hmm. say, let's say it's your grandkids' first time they, they stand up. They're outside next to a swing. It's your grandson's first moments, about to take his first Walking. steps. And because your camera <laughs> is on automatic mode, you get a bunch of crappy blurry pictures it doesn't know you're trying to stop motion it does not know it's just trying to give you the the best average of averages it has no idea what you want to do learn manual get out learn of automatic manual. so real quickly we're going to spend the last two minutes just talking about the photo mentorship what that is how awesome it is and josh i want you to start because josh is our community manager yeah. a lot of people join the photo mentorship just to take better photos and then they end up staying because of the community. So talk about your community. You have under two minutes and then I'm going to talk about all the badass stuff that we have on top of all that. And then we're going to give away a hard drive and call it a day. A day. All right, cool. Yeah. So guys, what Rich is saying is true. You know, people come for the courses, they come for the education, but they stay for the community. And the reason I think that is in, in TPMers, TPMers is what we call our students that are in the photo mentorship. If this resonates with you guys, let me know in chat. But the reason I believe so many people stay for the community is because it's hard to find other photographers that are willing and ready to cheer you on and coach you on, you know, out there Honestly. when Rich and I, yeah, when Rich and I were learning to shoot, you know, a lot of photographers, they didn't want to, they didn't want to share their secrets. They didn't want to bring you on board. They didn't want you a second shooting for them. 
they can be very closed mouthed about things. But in the photo mentorship, our whole agenda with this community is reversing that. Hey, let's, you know, let's, let's coach you guys. Let's show you guys, let's work together. Let's critique each other's photos. Um, and it's more than just learning photography from each other. It's, you know, it's life, you know, we're, we're we've met people at these huddles, we're getting together, we're hanging out, um, you know, and it's just, it's so refreshing to be around other like-minded people that are going in the same direction as you pursuing the same thing as you and you guys can challenge each other and encourage each other and know that you're not just, you know, out there aimlessly, you're, you're making, you're getting transformation, you're making progression as a group, as a community together. And to me, that's, that's one of the priceless things, you know, it's, I, I love hopping, you know, in the morning hopping online and actually recognizing all of our students names like oh i meant they were going on this trip oh yeah they had that birthday like i i love knowing knowing our students names and actually meeting them in person and 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 like rich what said happens, a lot what of happens if you're become, a jerk what happens if you join this jerk oh no jerks what do we do we <laughs> no them. jerks allowed we do we don't kill them we, kill we their kick access. them yeah we kill their access no jerks allowed strict no jerks allowed which is different you know um we do want people to be um, be able to critique each other's photos. We want you guys to challenge each other and to we grow. Teach you. We teach you and there is a yeah, we'll teach you how to do that. There is a fine line between challenging and growing together and being a jerk. And we have a strict no jerk policy, faux show. Right, you know it's okay. You can't. My last thing you can't you can't grow unless you're given an opportunity in an area to grow in, and that's what the photo mentorship is. Josh, you know this is your safe place you to grower? grow. Most. I'm a grower. I'm a grower. Are you a grower? <laughs> hey, we we cover this at the beginning of the show. We should all be growing. Yes. Always. Let me show it's, you, it's let me show you like a little bit on the nerdier side, not dirtier. All right. Nerd, nerdier. N nerdier. Um, here, I'm going to share my screen again. And uh, so this is like what TPM has to offer. We have courses. So we have 35 courses and counting, whether you want master your camera, which if you like what I just taught you, shutter speed aperture, we teach you from a Sony perspective, Nikon and canon so that you're looking like at buttons that look just like yours we have reviews of almost every camera out there or we're making it and we also have 35 courses accounting whether you want to learn photoshop lightroom how to pose people how to use a speed light how to shoot pets wildlife advanced photography astrophotography courses okay we offer all kinds of courses and that's the photoship the photo mentorship you get access to all this so you get to watch it pause it redo it all the time and also you get to watch unlimited photography tutorials and you get to ask experts like me and Josh and David unlimited questions we teach you how to edit we have weekly live trainings weekly giveaways blah 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 that's what the photo mentorship is that's where our heart is I love all of you guys yes but I love my TPMers the most because you know, I know who Brad is. You know, I know who Lauren is. I know who these people are. I know who Barbara Jean Gross is. I know these people. I've seen their work go from blah to amazing. You know, some people are really fast. Some people are slower. But they're they're fast tracking their photography education, and that's what the photo mentorship is all about. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. Let's give away a hard drive, Joshy. Let's do that. Let's, Let's give away. do that. A hard drive. All right. Um, without further ado, the winner of a either five terabyte hard drive that spins in the mechanical, holds a lot of stuff, or 
a solid state hard drive, which is kind of like new bad A technology that's really fast. The winner is, without further ado, Josh Wood. Give it to me, baby. The winner of the hard drive. I got to find it. Hold on. <laughs> All right. And the winner is. And the winner is. Melissa Notori. Notori. Melissa. Melissa, Melissa, let me know what you're here. Melissa, Melissa, right now. Somebody will reach out and get your mailing information. But let me know yeah. if you want the, the hard drive or solid state drive. Um, do if you guys like this, like a little bit more teaching, let me know in the comments for a podcast. Ooh, ooh. what? <laughs> next next week, man. I am pumped. Oh yeah. If next you week, are ready. if you are a landscape photographer, even if you're not, I'm not. Even and if I you're saw, not, I mm, this guy's good. Holy sh! We have Brian Manier on the podcast next mm -hmm. week. He is my role model. Like I'm going to fanboy out having this guy on my podcast because his work blows my mind. So if you want to – I mean I don't even know how he does it. I mean like I, I follow him on Instagram. I reached out to him through Instagram because like he – it it's going to be mental. So what I need you to do is we're going to post artwork here. Um, we're going to post artwork in TPM like crazy early. Um, just, and we're going to post the link really early so that you guys can share, share, share. Um, and we'll probably do like a couple extra giveaways cause we like to let our hosts or like our guest host feel special. Um, but like, I'm super excited. Um, I'm super excited just to sit down and write questions for this guy because his work blows my mind next week same time same bad hour same bad place noon eastern right here on our public page brian's gonna be here his work is stupid josh i hate to i hate 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 to do this to you it's hey fyi it's bat channel same bat time same bat channel did i say it wrong brian yeah you did but anyway anyway not not that i noticed Brian is amazing, guys. I'm not a landscape photographer, and his shots are incredible. Stupid. You're like, definitely you're gonna you're gonna be inspired as a non-landscape photographer. Even I was inspired. I was like, "How does he do this? I want to start taking landscape shots now." It's I'm, it's incredible. I just downloaded good. a picture. I just downloaded one like one of your slides from next week. Um, sorry, Josh. I know you don't like to do a, a guest reveal, but it's so like it's so. That's good. okay. That's fine. Go for uh, it. Like this guy, like he's just. He's so good. Like this is just a part of the image. Um, he's just so, so inspiring to me. I'm excited to have him on. Rich Coleman's going to fanboy out. Uh, but anyway, um, if you could post the link to TPM, TPM's a place where we love you, where we show you what's up, and we help you take amazing pictures. Okay. So if you're excited about huddles, this one was the one about huddles, how to take blurry background photos. And um, I mean, we kind of we kind of covered a lot. Yeah, we did. Go team. Go team, Josh and Rich. Yes. Dave, you, you, will lo you will love this guy, Dave. So check him out. All right. Give oh. me a high five, Rich. Other side. There we go. All right. Awesome. We love you guys. <laughs> Join TPM, and you get to see yes. us on Wednesday and Friday for more exciting giveaways. If not, we'll see you next week. But Brian's here, so don't worry, fools. We love you. We do. But I love you more.
please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss out on news and events. Give us a rating on iTunes or simply tell a friend about us. It helps us get the word out so we can help more people reach their photography goals.